Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Give it to me! Oh, hello, everyone. I am Molly Woods. And I'm Tom Merritt. And welcome to It's a Thing, the weekly podcast supported by you. Thank you very much, where we analyze the hottest trends, the happenings, the things that are a thing, the most cutting edges of the cutting edge by our still not yet patented scientific method of poking our heads out of our caves and seeing what's going on around us. What is it out there? Oh, scary. The world. Oh, God, it's so scary. Speaking of scary. Yeah. And things that are just too much of a thing for me to even ignore anymore. Mm. I would like to tell you all mm. that I have started watching Stranger Things. Oh, really? Because I never watched it because I am a... You were afraid it was too scary. Chicken. Yeah. Like... And it's, it's, got, it's got some scary things. It's not like a gotcha, you know, horror show, but it's got some scary that. things. It has some gotcha horror yeah. movie things with the grabbing and the sudden appearances and the grabbing and the things coming out and stuff. Definitely, definitely. I I just mean like it's not Jason with a chainsaw kind of right. that kind of thing. It's more of a it's more of a it is more of a gotcha jump scare kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is its own kind of scary. And I definitely have been trying I'm not happy about daylight savings time because now it gets dark too soon and I can only watch it when it's light out. Mm-hmm. Uh but mm-hmm. I have started and part of the reason is that I was at my annual Halloween flash mob and <laughs> Yep. That you know, happens. the traditional Halloween flash mob, folks. Like you do. And they, they, it's pretty, like, they just slyly put some cars at the end of the block and close oh. it off. And we have, like, a four-song dance party. But nice. the fourth song that they played, and this is not a thing. This is just a story about a thing. Not an official thing. Unofficial right. thing. Talk. Thing right. talk. But the, the last song they played was Never Ending Story. And I was like, oh, my God, is this back? This is like the and I'm of course, I'm always trolling for things constantly. And I was like, is this a thing? Because I heard somebody else talking about never ending story. And is like, are they remaking the movie? What is the deal? Can we all talk about luck dragons? Yay. And then some like a stranger was like, it's from Stranger Things. Yep. Some season. three. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Whatever the most recent season three. Yep. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I am now to the point. And then like my friend's swim club had a Stranger Things themed Halloween party mm-hmm. and people are humming the song all the time. And I was finally like, all right, this has reached such intense thingness that I, I'm going to be borderline a pariah if I don't watch it. <laughs> That's what pushed you into it. I see. I see. Also it's it's tough. Like uh, we do uh, a, a show called Spoiler in Time as a companion to the show Cord Killers. Cord Killers tells you about cutting the cord. Spoiler in Time is us talking about the shows we watch. And we are getting to the point where we ha- are like, we're n- going to have to drop some things from Spoiler in Time. Because it started back when Brian and I were watching Walking Dead and we're like, hey, let's, we both watch Walking Dead. Let's talk about it. And it was like, mm-hmm. oh, Game of Thrones. Let's talk about it. And so there have even been times when we're like, well, let's come up with a show to make sure we have something to talk about. Not anymore. We're like, oh my god, we've got yeah. Watchmen, we've got all of Apple TV <laughs> oh, yeah, Plus, I didn't even watch we've got Mr. Robot, we've got his Dark Materials starting, we've got Disney yeah. Plus and The Mandalorian coming. Like, it's ridiculous. 
It is ridiculous. And it's a little exhausting. But so my this is my strategy. It's kind of like, a, <laughs> I shouldn't say this out loud in case any future or past bosses are listening. But I always had this like theory of boss ideas, which is like, if they tell it to me three times, then it's real. Because sometimes they'll just be like, hey, can you put together a proposal uh-huh. on the blah, 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 right? And I'm like, yeah, you just yeah, got sure. that on a plane. Yeah, but I'll get really to that. Yeah. I'll totally get to that. And if I hear it three times, then I will do it. And I think Stranger Things at season three has now reached the point where it's it like, you three times. okay, I hear you, <laughs> all isn't of that, you. Isn't that how Judaism con- conversion works? Or is that a myth? I've seen that on TV shows where they're like, you have to ask to convert and they say, no, you don't want to do it three times. And if you keep coming back, then they allow you to, to take the classes or whatever. I thought I was going to be like, don't you mean uh, that's the thing where you stand and look in the mirror and say Bloody Mary three times? Like, are you confusing? (laughs) Different thing. Yeah. Judaism with horror movies. Um, Definitely not. I'm not doing that. No. But now that you say that, yes, I believe that is true. Okay. I don't know if it's three times, but yes. But so, yeah, but it's it's the same idea, like multiple times. And then you're like, okay, I guess you're serious, boss, yeah. sl- slash, <laughs> slash Stranger Things, stranger slash things. convert. <laughs> My God. <laughs> so anyway. All right. Uh, I want to talk about donut walls. Yes, please. <laughs> I want one. So I, I just started to notice this. Uh, because my wife pointed out, she's like, check this out. Donut walls, wedding thing. This is, this is what they're doing now at weddings. I went and looked it up. Brides.com was telling you how to pull off a donut wall at your wedding three years ago. So it's it's not new, but it's definitely cresting cupcakes. You know, that was, that was a thing. We actually had cupcakes at our wedding in 2003, but that was that that has you know reached peak thing in the last several years. We just went to our uh, cousin's wedding. They had cupcakes uh, instead of cake. But now the new hotness at for your wedding is a donut wall. This is adorable. So if you're having a hard time understanding this, it's a like pegboard wall. <laughs> it's that wall with donuts hanging on the pegs. Yep. So you just come up and grab yourself a donut after the bride and groom have had their first slice of cake and or donut i've seen it where some some people are still having a small cake for the bride and groom and then it's donuts for everybody else i've seen it where it's like no we're all having donuts that's it uh uh i need to throw a party immediately that has a donut donut i assume it is not uh you don't have to get married to specific to weddings exactly but this is a adorable and then of course you can do puns they can people do puns don't donut you want one don't yeah well don't leave me just, hanging it writes itself don't stop won't stop <laughs> a whole lot of love oh amazing and then there's like the ombre donut wall where you do glazed donuts on a gradient of subtle ombre shit wow mm-hmm. wow mm-hmm. this is such a good thing and it's so delicious and it's just so plain old cheerful i love yeah. it yeah 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 oh man okay well Actually, I believe that I have a companion thing that could also make a wedding a delight. (laughs) And that thing is single serve alcohol. That's what all bars give you is a single serve. Okay, bars give you that, but now you could just buy it at stores. So I believe that the origin of this idea and the reason it's just becoming like a thing 
uh, for just sheer portable convenience. So you wouldn't actually have this at a wedding because, yes, you would have a bar at a wedding. But if you were having a party at your home, you could buy a whole bunch of these. For example, well, I, I went to grocery outlet. I could see this a, a way to cheap out. Not cheap out. That sounds horrible. I could see this a way to save money and still have a good time at your reception, though. Big old totally. barrels full of buzz balls. Big old barrels full of buzz balls. God, right? can, we just, can we just say that out loud one more time? Because that was fun. Big old barrels full of buzz balls. What's not to love? So it started with the buzz ball, which is apparently as old as time. And that was somewhat news to me. I saw the buzz ball or not, not the, they weren't labeled, they weren't buzz ball brand. But back in, I don't know, 2008 or something, people invented this thing called the buzz ball, which is just a little, you know, slightly bulb shaped container with a mixed drink in it and in vegas they totally sell those right and Makes i was sense. just in vegas Perfect. and saw them there yep yeah and i was like that's super smart but i had also been at grocery outlet my new favorite place the week before and found these single serve woodbridge wine oh. pods, and they come in a stack like they're stuck together in a stack of four and it's just a little tower. So instead of buying a bottle of wine that you maybe can't finish by yourself, I mean, it's kind of sad because <laughs> I feel like the whole idea of like single serve liquor and then there's like apparently liquor pods for a Keurig like machine. Uh, I've seen, I've only ever seen those at CES. I've never seen one out in the world. Yeah. I, and me neither, but apparently it exists and it's okay. created by Drinkworks and it basically is just like a little booze pod mm-hmm. and then you don't have to make an entire, but it does sort of speak to this idea that like everyone just stays at home alone and watches Netflix and has their whole social life on the internet. And, and there are people things. who love making craft cocktails and we respect that, but some people want the craft cocktail without the craft. Just, just, and without yeah. the, yeah. And yeah. some people want a glass of wine. Right. A serving of wine. And so you don't have to open the whole bottle. I took a picture and we'll put it up on the, on the, on the blog. But yeah, it's like Robert Mondavi red blend and they have these like peel off little tops. I mean, it couldn't be less so, classy. Okay. This, this is great because I've known about single serve sake and wine for a long time. Yeah. And when I say a long time, like three or four years, because I would have a recipe that would call for sake. In when I'm making saba shioyaki, you want to run the uh, the fish through through sake or mm-hmm. white wine. Uh, certain sauces are like, oh, and you use white wine in the sauce. And I'm like, well, there are times when hell yeah, we're going to open a bottle of white wine. I'm going to cook with some of it, and we drink the rest. But there are definitely Tuesday nights when that's not what I wanted to do. Right, exactly. So I would buy single serve white wine, but it was always bad wine. <laughs> and uh, totally. for me, I'm like, this is perfect. I'm going to buy this bad wine. I'm going to cook with it and not drink drink it. And I'm not wasting a bunch of money on wine. It's amazing that you're talking about decent wines, Mondavi and yeah. Woodbridge. Like, th- that would be a problem for me. I'd be like, well, I don't want to cook with this. This is too good. Right. Totally. I mean, and they should have it for, you know, for cooking wine too, I guess. I mean, this is just, you know, that's a basic red blend. Like, this is a, this is a house red, table red kind of thing, but it's perfectly lovely. And I got so excited. I mean, it's just what it is at its heart is just like a packaging innovation. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know why it didn't exist before. Well, they have the, well, they have the little bottles of wine. And I'm literally trying to figure out why this little pod is so much more delightful. Although it also harkens to the Yeti pod shape, Hmm. which is 
yeah. the single serve beverage container shape that has swept the freaking nation. And I have to believe that somehow this is related. That's certainly got to be a, an influence on the design of the bottle, right? Yeah. And maybe somehow that bottle's cheaper to make than the 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 small bottle of wine that looks like a real bottle. Probably. I mean, there is a real unfortunate, like, uh, you know, single use plastic situation happening here. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. There's something about these stackable single yeah, serve yeah. wine that delights me. And then I apparently sort of in con, in combination with the buzz ball and the like Keurig, the one drink at a time thing. I think the, the one drink single serve booze is the, is the larger thing. And then little portable stackable wine pod is the sub thing. And it's so delightful. Yeah, yeah. I want to have a picnic right now. We're drinking less. I think we've, that's a trend. We've sort of mega trend. We've, we've hit on, on it's a thing. I hope so. You know, your, the your lips to God's ears, man. <laughs> I, when I say we, I don't mean you and I. Uh, no, no I, I think humanity is, at least in the United States, uh, is is like you know what? I don't want to have to finish a whole bottle of wine. I yeah. Even even if you're not alone, you might be like, you know what? We both want one glass, and maybe we want glasses of different things. And we don't want to happen to open two different bottles of wine, full bottles of wine, and waste it. So yeah. I mean, I hope that that's. The case, and I suspect it probably could be led a little bit by by the the waste guilt, the sort of eco guilt, yeah, you yeah. know, the guilt about waste. But yeah, I mean, it seems like these things have been around for a while. But I don't know. Once you could buy them in a little cute stack at grocery outlet, I'm calling it a thing. By God. Well, my next thing has definitely been around for a while, but I'm starting to see it show up more again, and that's '80s alternative music. Uh, I don't know if you want to say alt rock, progressive, new wave, but I'm talking about Transvision Vamp showing up in the end credits of Marvelous Miss Maisel, uh, Concrete Blonde, Joey showed up in a, in a <gasps> show I was watching Joey. recently. Yeah, right? Oh, that's such a good song. Uh, XTC, The Alarm, um, just television, the band television. Uh, so many of these saw these these bands that I either only saw on MTV or only heard on my college radio station. I'm starting to see them pop up as like spicy tracks that catch your attention because you haven't heard them in forever. Right. Well, and I wonder why. I wonder well, why it's a thing right now. I bet it's freaking Stranger Things. I bet you a dollar. Well, I <laughs> that's kind of a chicken and egg thing, right? Is it Stranger yeah. Things or is Stranger Things doing it? Because of something else, and then of course that accelerates the cycle. There's certainly an accelerant, if not an originator. And if you see me somewhere passed out on the floor, <laughs> <laughs> which then leads me to add my favorite Concrete Blonde song ever to my playlist: "God Is a Bullet." Oh, I don't know that one. Oh, check out "God Is a Bullet." All I'm right. a high school grad. I'm over five foot three. I'll get a badge and a gun, and I'll join the PD. Oh my God. Amazing. So I think there's always a need to put some music in something that isn't familiar. Right. And I always think of Pulp Fiction as being the first thing I experienced like that, where he was just pulling all these songs from all different eras out. And you're like, oh my gosh, and Quentin Tarantino is kind of known for that. Right. Mm -hmm. He'll revitalize a song by throwing it in one of his movies. Um, I think that the 80s, and I, I don't know what the best way, because some of it's new wave, some of it's progressive, 
but that that sort of non-pop. It's almost just like B-sides. Yeah, like 80s B-sides. <laughs> well, it's not even B-sides because these were I mean, A-sides not, for these bands, They weren't bands, B-sides right? at the time, yeah. exactly. But like if you were to put together the 80s it's, album, um, these would be the B-sides. Yeah, subculture music. But we've, we've been pounding, maybe Stranger Things is the cause in this way, we've been pounding people with the hits from the 80s. Mm-hmm. And so this is a way to like, okay, people like that 80s vibe, but let me let me deliver it to you in a different way. Oh my God, I love that. That's super interesting. I do think there has been a period. I think it's been a trend for a while, but there is a lot of pressure. This would be like a great interview. I think there is a lot of pressure on showrunners to have the cool music. You know, it's almost like it became a hallmark Bash. of. Yeah, yeah. Especially the end credits. Cool right? shows. You want to have credits. that song that, that grabs you right at the end and makes you feel like, oh, wow, that was such a great episode. Yeah. I wonder what the show was that started that. Because I remember like. Dawson's hmm. Creek had really cool music right, in the credits. Right. Mm-hmm. I wonder. I, I bet that's, that there is a pretty originating early one show, too, right? Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I love it. Okay, well, I'm into it, and I'm excited to uh, add a bunch of these songs to my to my Spotify. I'm going to make a whole new playlist. <laughs> I Joey, did that too. I'm not angry anymore. All right, I, I'm sorry. I, that's you. It's like I'm listening to Concrete Blonde. It's amazing. Yeah, I, I know. I know. It's my go-to karaoke. <laughs> it's a, well, when that song came out, I was like, oh my gosh, I have not thought about that song in so long. Yeah. And it was, and then it was right there. I'm trying to find my, um, I started a playlist of modern rock. That's what I called it. Oh yeah. My modern okay. rock playlist has like the jam and Aztec camera and prefab sprout Look at you. Damned. Yeah. Huh. Love it. Um, what if you were, if you were making a playlist that you were going to use on a future psychedelic trip, we've talked about ayahuasca on the show. Okay. Uh, Yeah. But, but make sure this is basically, this is a thing that is essentially a vocabulary update. Um, what apparently the person who sits with you during your experience is Mm -hmm. your trip sitter. Trip like, sitter. Like a like a babysitter? Like a babysitter, but they're Except with you, you while you're tripping balls. You're the baby. You're and on they a trip. have a name. That seems and like a really smart sitter. thing, to be honest. Oh, it is. It totally is. I mean, these are guided, you know, in yeah, many cases they're right. sort of they're guided. But in some cases, I mean, it's not even guided like there's a I mean, like you can go you can get ketamine treatment as basically a replacement for depression treatment. Okay. In some cases. And it's almost just like a nurse. Type person who just sits mm-hmm. there next to you, make yeah, sure you make don't sure freak out or you have don't a heart have any bad or reactions or anything. That's, yeah. that that seems responsible. And it is literally called a trip sitter and has a name. And I just did not know that. And I, my twelve year old did, which uh-huh. kind of freaks me out. Like you said, so he was just like, "Oh yeah, like a trip sitter." Like, like a trip sitter. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You know. What? And so it turns out tripsitters dot org totally exists, and you can use it to find one. <laughs> It's a it's like a marketplace for connecting would be trippers with trip sitters. And then as of May 2019 on WikiHow, there is an article or most recently updated in May of 2019, an article on how to be a trip sitter. Oh, yeah. And which, you know, what things to watch for. What to do when your child tells you they want to grow up to be a trip sitter. Oh, dear God. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like, is this like a job? (laughs) Number three is anticipate, quote, the munchies. By preparing food. <laughs> I don't uh, think, I'm not sure. Obvious, I think that's, that's like. That's kind of an obvious one. I'm sure a I mean, trip sitter would is, be like, but... come on, y'all. We do more than that. 
Yep. And then they're like, after the trip, discuss the experience. If it was being filmed, play back the recording. Integrate the experience into your notes. Make connections as to how it changed the user's thoughts and cognition for psychedelic therapy. It's freaking fascinating. Trip sitter. Trip sitters. Get yourself no idea. a trip sitter. Get yourself. Yeah. If you think you're going to trip, get a trip sitter. We kind of think of the people in our discord when we record as our personal trip sitters. They're there for us. <laughs> they keep us on target if we should start to yeah. stray. Like West Bay sing. Stars says, 1980 modern? Question mark. Modern? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm. I, there was a radio station in the 80s that played alt rock and it called itself modern rock. And that's why I thought of that. It's definitely not modern anymore. I mean, it was, it was modern then, though. I know what you <laughs> yeah, mean. Yeah, yeah totally. All right. Uh, let's get to some of our trip sitters who have written to us at feedback at it's a thing dot me, starting with an email about sloths. Oh, my God. I hey, love sloths. Tamale. Haven't heard that <gasps> one in a while. Me neither. Back in May, I sent you a tweet about sloths being a thing, and I wanted to write in with an update. I think we have hit peak <laughs> sloth. I started noticing the trend in my two-year-old's toys, but now, for some reason, this animal is everywhere I turn. In the last week, I have seen sloth calendars, that's plural, at the grocery store, sloth that's Halloween plural. costumes, sloth posters, uh, sloth in kids' shows, and more sloth stuffed animals. I think the sloth really has become the new IT animal. I have to say, from a parent's point of view, it, it is a refreshing change it, from the standard it, animals. Animal. You it. see, what's that? <laughs> it's it animal, oh, not, yeah. not, not like IT. IT. I really was like, why does he think it's for information technology? Uh, that was pretty literal. That was okay. pretty literal there. Uh, yeah. Well, I am used to reading emails for Daily Tech News. I know. My my apologies. I did not mean to interrupt. No, no, no. That's good. <laughs> Sloth really has become the new it animal. Makes way more sense. Totally. I have to say, from a parent's point of view, it's a refreshing change from the standard animals you see all the time. Cat, dog, lion, bear, etc. There are so many different other animals out there that need some attention. I really love the show. Glad you guys brought it back. Chip from Boston. Proud Patreon supporter. Yay! And he's, he sent us a picture of many sloth calendars on a rack of calendars. At the and many store. references, including a Bustle.com article that proclaims that sloths will replace unicorns as the it animal in 2019. Oh, no. Dude, I, I, lo I, I how love How am this? I going to break this to my niece? She's having a unicorn-themed birthday party. Oh, she... In like a week. I don't want to be like... I don't mean to be embarrassed for her, but you might want to... Actually, her parents were horrified that at the idea. She's like, she. we asked her at the time we had to start planning it. What did she want? And she said unicorn. And we know she's not going to be into unicorns. But the time of oh, yeah, totally. I know. Because yeah, exactly. when especially because when Halloween came, they're like, do you want to be do you want to be a unicorn? It's like, no, mermaid. Oh, sure enough. Yeah. Yeah. You can't trust the children. But also, I think I might have a sloth birthday party because I love sloths. Oh, yeah. I sloth love them. Party. My like long time unknown, I shouldn't even tell you guys, but for, for years, my sort of like, I don't know, internet handle, like my Xbox gamer tag and stuff is you now, U-N-A-U, which is a type of three-toed sloth because oh, I love wow. them. Oh, wow. That's like next level. I, lo I love, I love them. Your, your time has come. My time has come. Sloth birthday party. Done and done. Eric writes in, uh, hey guys, thing one chipotle mm -hmm. my wife and i have always had a soft spot in our hearts for chipotle it was the first place we ate after moving to an apartment in arlington virginia after college and it sort of became a weekly thing for us to walk over a block and grab a burrito or bowl 
When we moved to the Hampton Roads area, there was only one location in the region, and it was a bit of a drive, so our visit slowed. As more locations opened, we began going more frequently again, and during the Chipotle promo a few years back, we ate enough to earn free catering for 20 people, making for a great Super Bowl party. A few days ago, the carnitas cravings hit. That is the best thing to get there. That's true. And we decided it was time to make a Chipotle run. Imagine our dismay when we couldn't get our Chipotle fix because of this. And he sent an article about how basically a car drove through the front of their local Chipotle, which is not funny. Oh, no. But would indeed be a giant letdown. Definitely. Well, I ran the Chipotle idea uh, past Eileen and uh, she's like, "Mm, still not. Still not. Okay. No? No. So okay, it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. Uh, then Heather from South Carolina, who describes herself as another Fordo wannabe in training. <laughs> yes. <laughs> says, hi, Tom and Molly. I listened to the discussion on activated charcoal, thinking about the local salad shop here, which has a selection of generally delightful lemonades or teas available instead of soft drinks. Think house-made raspberry lemonade or mint tea. I went in one day and had a moment of horror thinking that something had truly gone wrong with the drink dispenser until I realized it was activated charcoal lemonade. It looked exactly as appealing as you think it would be. I did not try it because I am a coward, so I don't have a field report. But no one else in the fairly busy restaurant had it either. (laughs) Uh, That is amazing. It also explains, I think, when I was in Vegas, I ate at Momofuku. And Mm. it was a very... They were very proud of the bar program at Momofuku. and, Momofuku. And somebody walked by with like a really yucky gray colored drink that i now realize in retrospect had to have been freaking activated charcoal yeah no uh and then from Allah, Allah, i think a-l-a-a omg i was just telling my wife about how you read my email about arugula oh yeah totally hello again uh and then you mentioned pj masks as a thing it is such a thing my three-year-old son's birthday was last week and his cake was pj mask themed i don't have the picture of the full cake but here's half-eaten cake from the fridge we need like we gotta put a gallery on the website because you guys send us really good really good photos we can start Uh, sharing them in discord too we don't i mean it would be the the obvious thing would be like put them on instagram but they're your pictures it feels weird to put your pictures on our instagram so yeah yeah. we can't do that discord we could do it i know yeah that's true discord is good or maybe a gallery on the website oh totally we could totally with your permission yeah 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 discord first anyway it's a whole Paw Patrol, he says, and Super Wings are coming up hard and fast behind PJ Masks. Look out. Brian also had his 21-month-old uh, trick-or-treat as PJ Masks character, and everyone knew who he was. Aww. Man, I have to say, I went as my Pokemon trainer avatar uh-huh. from Pokemon Co., and I was actually a little horrified that only, like, three kids got excited and seemed to recognize it. Oh. I guess it's over. Oh, no. And Sorry, it's Nintendo. Only, it's only grown-ups. And Pokemon Company. Hmm. maybe it'll have a maybe it's the movie i don't know uh joe wrote it and said hello tom molly and fellow thing makers a few notes from the field this week an actual field (laughs) i have stories from two millennial (laughs) weddings this weekend and have noticed a few wedding things one cake is not a thing one wedding had pies there the other had a donut wall yes a peg-filled wall with donuts hanging on them definitely dude Uh, real-time verification of your thing thing Thank you, Joe. 
Rustic venues are a thing. One wedding was at a refurbished warehouse. The other was in a pavilion in a field at a goat farm. We had goats coming over to get love and food from guests. A friend of ours owns a distillery and farm, and he has hosted weddings, including brides preparing in the Rick House, surrounded by the whiskey barrels. Wow. Also, that sounds really cool. Also wanted really to report cool. a Taylor Lorenz thing stamping. Okay, Boomer. And Luke yep. also sent this in, written in the New York Times. Yep. And we got all the tweets about it, which was awesome. Yep. Once you get the Taylor stamp of approval, I mean, you've nailed it. I'm seeing OK Boomer everywhere now. OK Boomer, Boomer has actually like it o- overpeaked. I think it's over. Yeah. It's overexposed. I think it's, and then I, I saw the inevitable backlash tweet today where somebody was like, you know, OK Boomer is ageist and rude and insulting somebody is not. And, you know, and I was like, yep. And, and you said what, and what you said was. Okay, okay, boomer. boomer. <laughs> I mean, literally, someone okay boomered Obama in the New York Times. It was a column. I guess he is a boomer, huh? It was like Barack Obama's okay boomer moment because he huh. lectured about cancel culture. Wow! And he got okay boomered. I mean, I I actually feel pretty proud of us. We were I, on that. We were no, on that. I, I felt pretty smug. Like, oh yeah, I've I've known about this for a long time. Totally. Uh, I thank you for that. Also, <laughs> I think I want to start a service for people where I tell them when I know a slang word and then they can know it's not cool to use anymore. <laughs> like this could be you are your own. No, you're multiple meme subcultures <laughs> like whatever, whatever, whatever Twitter subculture you're involved with. I will tell you all of like, hey, I know I know what grip means. And they'll be like, oh, OK, stop using that one. Nope, it's over. That's pretty, that's, that's sad, but true. That's true. Yeah. Well, if I tell you the things that my son is saying, that's pretty current. Yeah, I feel like I couldn't really honestly provide that service because I've got a pipeline now. So I get him a little, I get him a little faster. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Although as soon as I say it, he basically kills them dead. So maybe maybe it's still the same service. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, thank you for your service in support of our podcast, everyone who supports us at patreon.com slash it's a thing. It is so appreciated and so awesome. And I'm sorry, those of you who come to the discord that we keep moving the time around. I, I at least am not traveling as much in the next few weeks. <laughs> I will be because I got to go to that, I gotta go to that unicorn birthday party, but, um, that's I'm right. sure we're going to keep it coming though. We will, you are oh, the yeah. reason that we make sure this show comes out come hell or high water every week. So thank you for that. And thanks to Mike Akins and Louis St. Amour for supporting us at the shout out level. You can uh, keep emailing us those things, folks. Feedback at it's a thing dot me or just pop in our discord. If you're a Patreon uh, supporter, you can hook it up to the discord and chat with everybody there too. put it in the thing channel. See you next week, everyone. Bye, Bye. everybody. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.